Hello, and welcome to the Locked On Flyers podcast for Monday, February 10th, your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that is feeling so salty in the best way about Drew getting his 800th point and Ovi getting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the best case scenario. Yep, absolutely. Happy Monday. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Flyers. You can send us questions for our weekly mailbag or just give us your feedback about the team. You can also email us at lockdownflyers at gmail.com. We're your hosts. I'm Rachel. And I'm Danielle. And remember, Locked On Flyers is available to subscribe to on all your favorite podcasts, Get In Places, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good spots. So subscribe and get all of our episodes every day here on the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. Today, we are going to recap that 7-2 victory over the Washington Capitals. We're going to preview tonight's game against the Florida Panthers and of course have our nemesis of the week Danielle that was a pretty fun game we had there Saturday night I am kicking myself in the head because that morning Saturday morning my friend texted me and said she had a she felt sick and she had tickets to the game and could I go and I had something that I already planned so I didn't go but I could have gone to this game oh no and- I'm kicking myself. What? Like, what a game. Before we even get into the game, Morgan Frost was called up. I know. I was going to (laughs) say. I felt like I'm like so nervous. I was I felt like I was going to throw up. Honestly, (laughs) I was so nervous for him. But he's back. And I'm happy. Yeah, I am too. I think that, you know, one of the good things about Frost coming back up is that they really felt like, of course, they could slot him at center and move Bunneman to the 4C spot. And Giroux got back out on the wing for this game, which I think was so important, right? And lo and behold, the man had a goal and two assists. So there you go. Not saying there's a causation, but... I just think everyone slots in better when there is a stronger 3C than Connor Bunneman. No offense to Connor Bunneman. I love him. But I just think everything slots in a little bit better. I think AV is more comfortable to roll his lines. Um, Yeah, I think so too. And I really enjoyed that Coot centering Giroux and Jake line. mm -hmm. They had a really good game. And, you know, that fourth line actually had a really strong game, too. Uh, Bunneman with Raffle and NAK. Yeah, yeah. I, I, NAK looked fantastic on Saturday night. He did with the Gordy. I feel like this is one of those games where it's like the Stefan thing. You know, this game had everything. <laughs> Coots had two goals. NAK with the Gordy Haug. Drew's 800 points. Jake with two assists. And a takedown, like, it just kept going. The list just kept going of good things to come out of this game. Yeah. It was kind of like how as bad as the Devils game was, was as good as the Capitals game was. Exactly. And it was so important for them to come back from that, too, and and come out 
fighting and they did it both literally and figuratively. I was not expecting this. I don't think anyone was expecting this type of game, but I mean, it was just I don't know what to I don't know what to think with the Flyers. Like I really don't. Every time I think I kind of have them pegged, they up and do something completely different, like lose to the Devils and um and then beat the Capitals. It's and like convincingly beat the Capitals. And in Washington. In Washington, when Ovi's like two goals away from 700 um, goal or 700 points, 700 goals, goals, Jesus. Yeah, 700 goals. Sorry. Um, And he's been racking up hat tricks like they're nothing. And I mean, I think they thoroughly like shut down Ovi's line. They did. They did a really good job. I would say that. You know, you look at the overall shot totals, it was like 27 to 26. Not a very overwhelmingly prolific game overall. And I think both teams were actually, you know, especially in the first period, played pretty well defensively. Yeah. That there wasn't a ton of really good high danger chances. And, oh, yeah. You know, and I, I thought that it obviously didn't kick into gear until the second period with those three goals in a minute 45. Yeah, I agree. I thought that Capitals defense had some breakdowns and I definitely think that the Flyers like exploited it, especially that like Kevin Hayes chance where he got two chances on Holpe. Um John Carlson. Oh, he had a bad we game. Talked about, he had a horrible game and and we talked about he hasn't been good defensively and like he's actually been horribly horrible defensively. He's just been really good offensively and maybe that's something that can bite him in the butt in getting the Norris. This game definitely was like a highlight for that. And and to be fair, I don't watch the Capitals a lot. Um, so I don't really see John Carlson too much, but he just had a bad game. He really did. And Holtby also did not have a great game. Well, see, that's interesting. I didn't think I don't think that all the goals were on him. There were definitely no. so many breakdowns yeah. that and in the past two seasons, Hopi hasn't been as good as he used to be. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think that they lost because of Hopi. I think it was a collective effort from the whole team. But he definitely didn't make the big C's we're used to him seeing. Or him right. Making. Yeah, I think that was the key thing is that it, it, I would obviously the five on three goal. That's. That was not on him. Drew had 20 feet (laughs) of open space around him. (laughs) You know, I think that was the most obvious one that wasn't on him. That's never, that's usually what the Flyers do when Ovi is there. And it was the exact opposite. I could not believe what was happening. But yeah. It was so nice to see. It was. I love that. And, you know, the Flyers power play got two out of five, which is progress, I think. It, it is progress. I would say that I'd like to see a little bit more before I feel comfortable with the power play, just because oh, sure. it just bl- plagued us for this whole season. But it was very nice to see them actually score on the power play. And we previewed this game. I mean, obviously the Caps weren't, they didn't have a great game, but when we previewed this game, the Caps penalty kill was ranked second in the league and the Flyers power play scored. It was nice to see. And especially that first one that they got, 
that was pretty quickly into that first power play with a great setup from Drew behind the net. And they controlled the puck for the entirety of, of that power play that they had. And I just thought it was a really great setup, really good positioning, and, you know, they they managed to get a goal out of it. Yeah, they did. And it was it was a very good power play. Yeah. And I thought Brian Elliott also had a really great game. He kept them in that like the first period, it really could have been like two one caps. For sure. He made a couple of key stops to keep them in it and then, you know, didn't let them get back into it either. I thought um I think was it Gudas who had like a, a good chance in the second, I think it was. I'm not sure who it was. I actually remember Gudis for like, <laughs> where NAK just went right around him. And oh, yeah. There he was had a couple too. bad plays. Yeah. He did. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think that overall this was a really strong game. I think, you know, people kind of dogged Haig a little bit for that giveaway that he had but then he like blocked monster shots during that period in this I think it was in the second period when the caps just getting kept getting these calls so um so he blocked a bunch of shots and and ostensibly redeemed himself at that point but yeah I thought the Flyers played pretty solidly defensively in this game I think so too um it just over the overall effort of that game was just so it was so good um, they, they're such a confusing team, the Flyers. Uh, they really, really are so confusing. They certainly can be, but it just goes to show you, I think they mentioned this a couple times that, you know, the Caps also had a really crappy loss to the Devils and they're seen as a good team. So the Flyers are allowed to do it and then come back and have games like this. <laughs> Yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense. But, I mean, every team has that. And, every like, every team in the league has wins. So they've won against some team. And I know, like, Tampa, the Capitals, um, they've all lost uh, teams that are fighting for a first round, the first overall. So, you know, it's just the Devils, really? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. Well, let's bathe in the glory of this win for a moment longer and then we'll have to talk about this upcoming week which is pretty rough so tonight the flyers face the florida panthers in what's pretty much a must-win situation for them Uh, we have not seen florida since november 19th where we lost five to two in a not great game Uh, carter hart if you recall, got pulled in that losing effort, and it was a big old mess. Uh, Florida is now 29-19-6. They are in fourth place in the Atlantic with 64 points, so below the Flyers in points in the conference, but of course much higher in the standings in their division because the Metro is crazy. Recently, the Panthers had been on a really strong winning streak right before the All-Star break. They had won six in a row, but recently they had been a little more uneven. They lost their last three against Columbus, Vegas, and then 
uh, on Saturday night, they played the Pens and kind of lost a heartbreaker. Yeah, the Panthers are an interesting team. Um, they're, they're really interesting. I mean, they have the star power. Like, they can score goals. But their goaltending is kind of suspect, which I appreciate. Um, <laughs> but it seems like they've kind of – they're getting their – that game against the Pens, it seems like they kind of – are getting their confidence back and that scares me because they play the flyers next (laughs) and um we'd hope that they continue that losing streak but i i don't know they're a good team and they've burned the flyers before yeah they absolutely have and you know i've seen it in the past couple of years i've been to a couple games down in florida too and it's just sometimes the flyers just like trip over themselves a little bit playing against Mm. the Panthers and kind of get discombobulated, I think. And, you know, the Panthers have such a strong core to their team offensively. And you, you look at the point totals that their stars have racked up and it's a little overwhelming, you know, starting with Huberto, who, you know, I, I mean, He's Huberto, I think, is one of those guys that gets a lot of talk around the league that he's underappreciated or underrated, but like literally everybody says that. So is he really? But yeah, but he is definitely a star. He is. But I like you said, I think it's to the point where it's like, okay, I get it. Like, I, I get it. I don't need you to keep telling me that he's underrated. I know who Jonathan Huberto is. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But um. It's like with Florida, it's like their stars are producing and then they have like really good depth players that are producing. And we've talked about it before. Um, Brett Connolly is just having such a good season for them. And I like Brett Connolly, so this kills me. But I know, he's just me doing, too. He's doing so well for them. And I'm just like, wow, what would that look like on the Flyers? Like, what? Well, wish he would have. I mean, I didn't even think about him for the Flyers, but now I'm just like, hmm, I would have loved that. He's just, yeah. Um, And then even Aaron Ekblad is having a a pretty good season. I actually, like, after his first two, three years in the league, I kind of not soured on him, but I didn't think he was as good as, obviously, his pedigree um, would say he is. But this season, he's been doing pretty well for Florida. I think so, too. I think this has been a good year for him in terms of just regaining that confidence and without as bright a spotlight on him to produce and to be successful. He's just kind of quietly doing the work and making things happen. You're absolutely right. And he doesn't like he doesn't have that many points, but I feel like I'm always hearing Mike Matheson, Mike Matheson's name. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's not like, I mean, he has 16 points so far this season, but like he just, I don't know. He's always jumping in the play. He's always doing something. I feel like you always notice him when you're watching a Florida Panthers game. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think, you know, the other guy that I always keep an eye out for when I'm watching this team is Trocek. Mm, yeah. That he just cut, he's so sneaky. <laughs> like, that's the only word I can come up to describe him, but that he'll just come out of nowhere and burn you. So, I, 
I hope the Flyers can kind of keep him under yeah. control. Yeah, I hope it's a quiet night for him. I feel like he, he'll have, like, spurts of, like, nights where he has, like, a three-point night. And then you're just like, really? Keep, like, um... Vincent Trotrek, it's yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I also want to bring up Keith Yandel. I felt like I brought up a lot of different defensemen, but I didn't bring up him. And he's been really good for the, the Panthers as well. Like he, yeah. I think it's been really good for Yandel actually to be on the Panthers. I think this is a more comfortable situation for him mm-hmm. than he's had recently. And I, I just, yeah, he's settled in there nicely. And so, I, I, I mean, I don't worry about him as much as, as the other guys for some reason, even though he's a really good player. But I think that the Flyers know how to manage him. Mm-hmm. Just they have so much experience playing against him. Yeah, that's true. It's just, it, when you look at the, when you look at all the different parts of the Panthers, it's just it's not surprising that their season is kind of coming together. The biggest surprise is goaltending because that they made it a point to like really go out and be aggressive with that this past off season. They did. They did. And it's just like you want you, when you look at their roster, you can see why they're just, they're just right there. Like really like right nipping on the flyers heels, but the flyers really need to come out and have that confidence from the Capitals game and just win in regulation. It's going to be hard because the Panthers are always hard to play against, even when they weren't necessarily good. Um, they've always were a hard team to play against, but um, it's even more important. I think so too. And especially because this week is going to be really difficult overall that they they absolutely need to start it out on the right foot and take that momentum like you were saying and and carry it through Mm -hmm. um we're pretty certain that we'll see Bobrovsky in that right I think so based on the pattern of how Florida has been you know playing him pretty much all the time yeah so (laughs) as long as there's a day off in between they seem to be playing bob so i'm i'm sure that's who we will see Mm -hmm. that's not i mean i don't know bob just makes me uncomfortable i don't wanna (laughs) just because of him potentially having a strong game against the flyers in particular Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know those things happen but I think that being said, the Flyers roster is significantly different than what it was from when he played here. So, you know, I I don't think that's quite to the advantage that it might have been like two years ago, two or three years ago. That's very true. That's very true. I I still feel like I have that anxiety there, but you're right. This is a different team, and hopefully they don't slide back into their old ways, but... You said before that, like, every team has a a stinker against, like, a Devils team. And that's very true. Um, So I should have confidence in the Flyers. I should. I'm trying. (laughs) Well, hopefully they give us a win tonight. And we'll uh, be back tomorrow to tell you how it went. 
Welcome back once again to Locked on Flyers, your daily Flyers podcast on the Locked on Sports Network. And it's time for our Flyers Nemesis of the Week. I think we are both excited for this one this week. I mean, I'm personally dreading the actuality of it, but I'm excited about this nemesis in particular <laughs> uh, for many reasons. But our, our nemesis this week is the state of Florida. Uh, we play the Panthers twice this week on Monday at home that we just talked about, and then Thursday on the road in Florida. And then we wrap up the week on Saturday night in Tampa against the Lightning. So basically, we hate Florida. That's what it comes down to. We hate Florida. Like, I, like, just, I don't know what we have to do to just, like, push it off so it's not a part of the United States, but I would not be mad at that. Florida is crazy. Florida it's is awful. absolutely crazy. Like, I, <laughs> I realized when it was, like, put in your birthday and then type in Florida man, and then that's, like, your, like, your Florida story. There's something always crazy going on in Florida, like, like people I don't know marrying alligators to people like doing crazy stuff like Florida is just a mess and the fact that they have two hockey teams that we have to play and it's like important games specifically the Panthers to get into the playoffs for the Flyers it's just annoying and I'm not looking forward to it like you said especially Tampa I know we (laughs) we still have to preview them later down the road but I'm dreading that game it's it's going to be a rough week with Florida things. And now I personally think that the only redeeming thing in Florida is Kennedy Space Center cuz that's really cool and science and rockets and stuff. But like the rest of the state I could yeah. deal without for sure. But pretty much. Yeah, from a hockey mm-hmm. perspective, it's just yeah, it's it's a little frightening and looking at the standings like you were talking about um, you know, especially from the wild card perspective, that right now the Panthers are right below the Flyers. Like the Flyers are w- kind of one spot out of the wild card race right now, and the Panthers are right behind them. So, and and if you look at the division, the Metro division, there is only a 10-point gap between the Washington Capitals atop the division and the Flyers in sixth place. Only 10 points. So this is a madhouse scramble. And we've been talking about this for at least a couple weeks now about how important every single point is. And so these games against the state of Florida are going to be extremely important as this race heats up. Yeah. And the scary part, which we, it shouldn't be as surprising as it is, but Florida knows that. And they are they're They need to get back on the winning record and they are hungry to do that. So that just makes me even more nervous about the Flyers playing them twice this week, because as important as this game is to the, uh, to the Flyers, it's as important to the Panthers. So, which just makes me very nervous. It does. So, Florida, we shake our fist at you, <laughs> figuratively and literally, I guess. <laughs> Definitely literally. I'm yeah. old man yelling at Florida. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That wraps up our show for today. 
Now, we're going to have a little bit of a switch up this week because of the schedule. So tomorrow, Tuesday's show, we're going to recap tonight's game against the Panthers. We're going to preview the second half of the back-to-back against the Islanders. And we're going to move our weekly Phantoms check-in to Wednesday's episode. So mark your calendars as such. As a reminder, we want to hear from you. Send in your questions via Twitter at LockdownFlyers, or you can email us at LockdownFlyers at gmail.com. I'm Danielle, and you can find me on Twitter at Danielle underscore Nick. That's Danielle underscore N-I-C-C. And I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M. If you'd like to be a featured sponsor on the show, please email us at lockdownflyers at gmail.com. Have a great day, everyone.